0: And welcome to our program, Critically Speaking, where we're talking with Jim Hammer, author of the book, Victory Over a Critical Spirit. Welcome back to the program, Jim.
1: Thank you, Cindy, and I'm excited that uh, this message on a critical spirit is going out over the airwaves.
0: Amen. Jim, I want to talk today about a possible personal life-changing experience that you had personally, and I'd like to get into that today that if you could share with our listeners this experience that hit quite home personally with you over this critical spirit.
1: Yes. I I share these personal things uh, to bring glory to God how He can deliver and recreate us into who He wants us to be. You know, when my daughter was 15, 16 years old I think she was 15 she wasn't coming home at night on drugs, smoking, drinking, and I, you know, I didn't know what to do. When she did come home, it was like a World War II, asking her, you know, where you been, who were you with, what were you doing, and so on. And it was very argumentative. And the Lord impressed me during one of these episodes that I was not acting like a Christian. The Holy Spirit mm-hmm. said, Jim, you're a Christian. And you're not acting like a Christian. That hit me right to the depths of my heart, and immediately I got down on my knees and just confessed that sin—that I was not truly representing Christ. Here I was claiming to be a Christian by my words, but my action was showing something different. So I started praying and turned my daughter over to the Lord, and. Um, you know there's just so many powerful promises in the word of god you know and one that i'd like to claim remind and i don't have to remind the lord he already knows it but for my own sake of of uh mind isaiah 55 11 says so shall my word that goes forth from my mouth it shall not return to me void it will accomplish what i please and it will prosper in the thing for which i sent it so the whole Bible is the Word of God. We can claim everything in it. It's already gone forth. The promises in the Bible, you know, that have gone forth. And that I mentioned—I know I mentioned First John 1, 9, that if we confess our sins, He's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all our unrighteousness. That's a promise. That Word already went forth by God. And it will accomplish what He pleases and prosper in the things which He sent it and I will not return to a void. And I, I also like um, Isaiah 29, 14. says, Therefore, behold, I will again do a marvelous work, a marvelous work and a wonder among this people. And we can claim that. The Lord wants to do a marvelous work among us. He wants to. Mm-hmm. He created us. He wants to recreate us into his image. So I, I was praying for my daughter, but the most... Wonderful thing that I ever did, not really realizing it at the at the time, was to turn my my daughter over to the Lord. And I said, Father, I'm turning her over to you. You could do a much better job of uh, raising her. I've been a failure as a parent, which we all have. You know, every we've none of us have come from a perfect family. None of us have been in a perfect family. None of us have uh raised our children perfectly so I, I you know i confess that as sin father you could do a much better job forgive me where i failed my daughter as a parent and i turned her completely over to the lord
0: Praise uh, God.
1: when i got up from that even while i was praying it before i even got up from uh, my knees i could feel the weight of responsibility taken off my shoulders Within a year, she was baptized. Amen. I had to get out of the Holy Spirit's way. I was in the Holy Spirit's way. And and I think that's a mistake that we make as as parents. You know, we want to do so much uh, for our children, you know, when it comes for everything, basically, but when it comes to spiritual life, that we want them in heaven with us, but we get in and hinder the Holy Spirit's way. And thereby we push our, our children away.
0: Well, you even alluded to the fact in in your book here you you said you were a stumbling block. Yes. To your daughter, that's that's hard for any of us as parents. I've got four boys myself, and you know we think that we have to line them out, and obviously we are their parents, but often. I guess it's it's our own negativity and critical spirit that's that's blocking the flow that the Holy Spirit wants to come in and do a mighty work in their life.
1: Yes, and when I think back, instead of arguing with my daughter or um, questioning her, interrogating her, I should have been telling her how much I love her.
0: Wow. So you, she was baptized. Yes. About six months later. I don't suppose you were quiet about that, were you, Jim?
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> no, you know, uh, you know, it hurt, you know, as a parent, that I was a stumbling stone uh, to my own child. You anyway, I was trying to, to bring her to Christ, and instead, I was driving her away.
0: Yeah, I think we can all identify with you on that one, Jim. Well, we can praise God that that the Holy Spirit, like you said. That's that's his job. He does what yeah. is best. He he brings that that loving daughter, that loving son and he he just comes in in a mighty way and he says, "Hey, I can take care of you." He brings them into a saving, lasting, loving relationship in with my, Jesus and we get to sit back and go, "Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't we think of that in the first place?"
1: You know, and and when we get that whole concept, the picture of it that uh, it's the Holy Spirit's work, I mean, I don't have to look at a church member now and say, uh, or a member of my family or, you know, uh, or an acquaintance and say, you know, they're headed down the wrong path. I know the Holy Spirit is working with every human being Mm. that has not rejected him. And uh, and they have to make the decision. And the Holy Spirit is going to put everything there uh, to help them make the right decision. But they're going to have to choose. Uh, and decide who do they want to follow, who do they want to commit their life to so you know I, I don't have that burden any well, I have a burden for souls, but i I don't have that burden that I have to uh, set these people straight, you know or this person or whatever it may be. the holy Spirit's going to do that and I praise uh-huh. God for that uh, opportunity mm-hmm. that uh, and the privilege that the Holy Spirit was able to get through this hard head of mine and show me that uh, yeah, you know, that that's the Holy Spirit's work, not yours.
0: Yeah. So did your daughter ever comment on how she noticed a change even in her own life when when the when it went from more of criticism to more of praise and obviously prayer was going on behind the scenes, but yeah. what were her comments to you after she had this new life in Christ?
1: You know, I um have not dwelt on that. The Lord uh, healed us both from that, and uh, we do spend a lot of time together.
0: Amen, amen. You know, it's 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 a beautiful thing when we allow that that Holy Spirit to to come in because, you know, we can spend so much time dwelling on on the negative and on the past, yeah. and and it just it just continues a vicious cycle where we continue that negativity, and um, you know, it's. It's it's just a beautiful thing to allow Jesus to come and live in our hearts, and what a what a praise and testimony it is that when I if I've got a son or I've got a daughter and their their attitude is just out of control, wow that that we could actually say Lord, I'm going to take this to you in prayer. Amen. I'm going to pray that my words will be uplifting, and they're they're not going to tear down my child. So that's hope for all of us yeah. in that situation.
1: You know. What I can say is that um, when I looked at the heavenly scene and going to heaven, although I wanted my daughter there, I resigned myself that she wouldn't be there. Hmm. And That um, had to be tough. But now, yes, but now I can't imagine heaven without her.
0: Praise God. Praise God. Jim, I want to talk to you about a comment in your book that you, that you said that you believe that We really do not understand the power of prayer.
1: Mm. Yes, the power of prayer. You know, we can talk to the creator of all creation, the king of all creation. I can't even Mm -hmm. call my politician and talk to him. Wow. Uh, But I can call the king and my God of all creation, and he's ready to listen to me at any time and any place and respond and act. So, you know... uh, and Scripture is so full of what the Lord wants to do for us and through us. How can we not spend time communicating with Him? You know, mm-hmm. it would be just be, uh, be insane not to. If, uh, you know, you know I, I wanted to call the President of the United States, I, would, I, would get a, I wouldn't be able to talk to him. But yet, my Creator, my God, tells me, come, talk to me anytime you want. Any, any way, anyhow, we have phone conferences and everything else with uh, different uh, prayer ministries, and we can do that through all the technology that's available. And you know, we can talk to the Lord the same way, but just through our thoughts. Amen. And I just praise God for that and for His Amen. Word.
0: So, Jim, after this this experience happened, um, I guess your spiritual journey was was done, and and you were well on your way to being a a, you know just having that victory over that critical spirit
1: not not quite you know the lord is still working me i'm still a work in progress and i praise god that uh you know he does continue to uh give me experiences uh, that he's teaching me the way that he wants me to go
0: well jim we are sadly out of time again on this episode, but I want to explore in a future episode about another personal experience that really, in your words, stunned you. And so, friends, join us again for another episode of Critically Speaking. God bless.
1: If you would like more information about Critically Speaking, contact Free Angels Broadcasting Network at 618-627-4651 or email us through our website at 3abn.org.